Uh, yeah, yep, yep, it's Tuesday. Welcome, welcome to the Taz Show. It's a uh, February 20th, 2018. Hello, everyone. If you're listening live on the radio.com app or uh, tazshow.com, thank you. Or you're watching on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Thank you for that. Hopefully everything's working good over there. We should be good to go here. Uh, much appreciated. Go. We're going to cover some stuff in this episode here, obviously. Uh, going to do a little PW Insider Report a little later on. Well, the one and only uh, Mike Johnson. Yes, Mike Johnson will be on the Taz Show today. Yes, Mike Johnson will be here uh, via the Skype, I believe. Uh, I just, I'm just taking a guess. Seth, is that a good guess? You are correct. Uh, the producer of the Taz Show. The people hate him. Um, a lot do, anyway. Uh, Seth, welcome to the Taz Show. Sir. A little strong. A little bit. A little bit. Just, you gotta just, you know, that's all you gotta do. Uh, so, yeah. So, Raw, we'll talk a little Raw in a little bit here, um, uh, which I thought was a, I caught the bulk of it. I didn't catch it all because uh, I, I went and went nighty night. But, um, yeah, definitely, uh, uh, I thought a very good, very, very strong outing for WWE with that Raw, uh, Gauntlet Jones, the whole nine yards. So, uh, welcome, everybody, to the Taz Show. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, thank you. You are doing that on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or maybe at uh, Radio.com on the Radio.com app. People could be listening live also on Radio.com app. No, right? Can they? Of course they can. You can listen live to this show on Radio.com app? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's true. It's not new, but I just didn't know that. I probably knew it and didn't realize it. Yeah, I think we started uh, not that long ago, just like September 2015. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And every show since then, except for the throwbacks. Got it. Yeah. All right. So on that note, okay, uh, yeah, welcome everybody uh, on the podcast version. Thank you. Uh, podcast is doing great. Numbers are insane. Uh, busting down walls, breaking down windows, and doing all sorts of stuff. It's just, uh, it's been... Uh, a complete uh, phenomenal job already, right out of the box, 2018, kicking ass, taking names. That's how we do this here on the Taz Show. So, uh, yeah, uh, so a couple of news items, which I don't normally go into news. It's not a news show, as you people know. Okay, But I do sometimes cover news. But um, So I don't cover gossip. Not normally. I mean, that's what we have Mike Johnson for with the PW Insider Report. He'll cover gossip. He'll cover news. He's a reporter. I'm not a reporter. See, I don't, I, I don't uh, play it, don't play it, talk it. I, I play it, and I talk it. I played it. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Smooth. Well, for those that don't know uh, Taz and the Moose, they don't know that. Uh, you've heard Moose say that, right? Don't play it, talk it. You ever hear him say that? I never heard that one. He says it quickly, like in between breaks, uh, like coming back from breaks, but I get really pissed off when he does it, and we've had many post-production meetings with the bosses, and they know I don't like it. And they said, they were like, well, can you just, can you be okay with him saying this? <laughs> and we had an argument about it. And I go, Moose, you say don't play it if you can't, if the line is this, if you can't play it, talk it. That's the line. I hate the line because you're, I did play it. You're associated with that line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I talk about it, but I played it. He didn't play it. I played it. So I don't think it's apropos. Or applicable to me. That's really it. I'm sure there's nothing you say that bothers him at all. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, no. We're going socialist for another month, him and I. No. no, we're doing good. Everything's going good. But we do argue a lot. But that's part of team. That's team. That's it's entertainment. It's not bad argument. Even off air, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. <laughs> you only see this stuff on here. You know, working with you for over three years, it's, it's a shock to me. That's really surprising. Yeah, sometimes it gets, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, it's not like yeah. you. 
Yeah, so uh, I shouldn't be talking about mainstream sports here. This is just a wrestling show. This is just a wrestling show. Just stick there, to there wrestling. That's why they hate you. Thank you, brother. I love you, you guys. That's why they hate you. That's why they hate you. As long as you love me, Taz. So No, I don't. Huh. I don't. Um, so <laughs> so uh, congratulations is in order uh, for my old friend Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats, my man. Uh, he is going into the WWE Hall of Fame, and I feel it's well-deserved. Now, there has been some chatter on the internet superhighway, whatever the hell you call Twitter and all the social media, where everyone has an opinion, uh, So, and that's fine. Um, and some folks feel like Jeff either, I don't know if, I don't want to say it's the wrong way, like shouldn't have this or shouldn't be, like he's not worthy. Um I think that's a load of hogwash, um, in my view. Jeff Jarrett, uh, listen, it's not just going into WWE Hall of Fame. From what I understand, working with WWE for all the years I did and being part of some conversations where they're talking about the Hall of Fame and qualifications and all this jazz, I've never heard uh, Vince McMahon or Triple H or anybody. um, Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I've never heard them go on and on about well, this guy won more championships, and that guy won a lot, and she had a whole bunch of champions. I've never heard that, I, honestly. I have heard words and adjectives and sentences like, well, her body of work or his body of work or his contributions to the business or her contributions to the business and uh, their, their legacy, these type words. Uh, I've never heard the words main eventer or opening match person or, well, no, this person's a mid-carder. I've never heard that in all my years working in WWE, being around conversations about the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I uh, was in deep conversations. I was in earshot in meetings where others in the meeting were talking about the WWE Hall of Fame several times over my years. So... My point is, I feel that I'm pretty qualified to give a pretty valid, strong opinion on what they are looking for in a said Hall of Famer. So, Jeff Jarrett checks all those boxes. You know, not just you know as a champ, not just as an athlete in the ring, not just as a bump taker, a guy who sold great, a guy whose work weight rate was great, a guy who whoever he worked with, um, he could make look great and his his heat or offense or whatever looked awesome all the time. Uh, his punches were off the chain. Um, you know, and uh, and I'm not even getting into his contributions to the industry outside of once he left WWE or, you know, when he wasn't doing the Double J, double J gimmick with, um, you know, uh, singing a song at the guitar with the white suspender stuff uh, uh, where Brian James was with him, you know, Road Dog. It was a roadie. Roadie, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, and all that was cool, but to me, that was just a tiny part of Jeff Jarrett because um, I know Jeff, I got to know Jeff um, after all that. Um, real quick story, funny thing about Jeff Jarrett. When I uh, was getting ready to debut in the WWE, I was, I told the story before about once uh, Russo had left the company to go to WCW, I had some concerns because Russo was the guy trying to bring me in and the guy who set the meeting up with me and Vince McMahon and then Vince McMahon and I signed a contract and everything was cool. And I contacted Vince once I knew Russo was gone and I was like, well, wait a minute. Um, uh, we cool here, Vince McMahon, you know, because, and he's like, listen, we're going to be doing whatever we're, they were doing, uh, SmackDown or Raw. I can't remember what show. No, it was probably Raw, uh, at the Nassau Coliseum, which I live on Long Island, especially at that time I lived on Long Island too. So uh, he said, come to the show. Let's talk. We're, we're good though, dude. I said, okay. So I go to, to the Nassau Coliseum. I go backstage. I see me, see a lot of guys, meet some new faces, saw a lot of old faces that I knew and everybody knew I was going to debut soon. And, um. And unfortunately, that was the night that Draz was tragically injured. Uh, that was that night. Um, but I remember uh, meeting with Vince. Vince reassured me, listen, you're fine. Don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, him and Shane McMahon talked to me. Like, look, we hired you, not Vince Russo. I'm like, okay, cool. 
you know, you run the contract to us, to, to the McMahons and to Vince McMahon. I said, cool. I'm, that's all I wanted to hear. I just wanted to make sure. You know, it's it's just like when a kid gets recruited to go play at a college, uh, a sport, and then in high school he gets recruited, he, he verbally commits, then he signs his letter of intent. Next thing you know, he goes to that school, and then that coach leaves for another job. You know, now the kid's like, oh, boy, well, wait a minute. This coach brought me in. Now what about this new coach? He may not give a rat's ass about me, you know. So that's kind of how I felt that moment. But anyway. And Vince said, oh, just hang out, watch the show, do whatever you want, hang out in the locker room, do whatever you want, go, go to the gorilla position, see how we do TV here, you know, uh, go check it out. And and I did. So I went up to gorilla position. And um, I didn't want to get in the way because, you know, I know guys are getting ready to go to the ring. And that's where I met Jeff Jarrett. And and Jeff, I, it was one of his last matches in WWE. And uh, and I don't remember who introduced themselves to each other first. It might have been me to him, him to me, whatever. It was a quick meeting. He was in his gear getting ready to work. And I'm like, listen, man, I've been a fan of your work for a long time. He goes, oh, same here, man. And, you know, it's happy happy to hear you're coming aboard here. I'm like, thanks, man. And, you know, next thing I know, before I even get there, he's gone. But uh, And then our paths crossed later, Jeff and I, uh, in obviously TNA. Um, so my thing with Jeff Jarrett is, you know, Jeff, uh, you know, um, I don't want to say a sentence that's in the – I don't want to exaggerate, but – Humor me here, for lack of better, for our terms. Um, again, it's a little bit of a, not a stretch, but I'm going to say it just so people get it. Many would say, and they and many wouldn't argue with these people, including me, that you wouldn't have maybe a Samoa Joe or a Bobby Roode or an AJ Styles in the WWE right now if it wasn't for a guy like Jeff Jarrett. You know, so Jeff Jarrett, the story, you know, people know he, he's the founder of TNA, of Impact Wrestling. So, you know, he... He was very innovative in what he was doing, and, and I remember when he started that company before I got there. I remember being in WWE, and I remember being in WWE Studios and going to get coffee in the break area, and they had a big TV on. And it was like a Wednesday night, and there was this TNA thing on, this this Impact, whatever. It was called TNA at the time, just total nonstop action. I'm like, what the hell is this? I remember talking to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was there, and uh, we, we were doing like voiceovers or whatever, and Paul was there for something, and Michael Cole I was doing voiceovers. And he says Jarrett's thing and, and stuff. I go, oh, yeah, no, I know about this. I didn't know much about it. You know, so people don't realize, like, when you work for WWE, uh, I don't know how it is now, but, like, you're so busy with the business that you don't pay attention to any – again, social media wasn't red hot then like now. But you, I didn't pay attention. None of us really paid attention to anything else except what we were doing. And when we left there, we went home. And you only were home for a couple of days. You know, um, uh, like I just saw uh, recently, yesterday, wherever it was, it was something, I don't know if it was TMZ or one of these people, put something out with Randy Orton, who was at an airport, and they were asking him about Ronda Rousey, and like, how's she going to do, and, and and Randy's like, uh, you know, I, I don't watch Raw, you know, I'm a SmackDown guy, you know, that sounds like a, like a, a bullshit thing, but I, I believe him, you know, because you, you, you don't, not that you don't care, but you're too busy worried about your own stuff. Like, right, you know, he's married with a family. Like, you don't have time for, to watch not, other people's wrestling, right? You're not marking out for anybody. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> it's a job, dude, man. It's You don't care. You're, you're tired. You're looking for the next nap. You know, you're, just, you're on the road. You're beat up. It, you have no time off. You, 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 your significant other is all over you at home. Like, when you get home, we got to do this. The kids this, the this, that. It's a tough life. Uh, I don't think Randy Orton's sitting around the TV when he's home watching Raw to see when Ronda Rousey signs a contract. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Especially a guy who's been there, done that, yeah, seen it all. Yeah, right? Come on. right. So, anyway, uh, I veered off of that for some reason because I thought about Randy. Um, uh, what was I getting at? Uh, the, I'm drawing a blank because I've been, I've been doing sh- oh, like you were saying uh, three hours w- of programming here. <laughs> you were in WWE and you were, nobody was paying attention to Thank other you. programming. Thank you. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, I, I didn't know what, what this, and I saw the, the, the six-sided ring. I'm like, whoa, this is pretty wild. This is cool. I only watched like a minute of it. I'm like, wow, these guys could work. I don't remember who was in the ring. And then I had to go into the edit bay, the studio, and, and do some voiceovers and make Cole look good. That's what I did. <laughs> That's right. Made Cole look good. Yes. That's right. So uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. So, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, fast forward for me, I ended up going to TNA. Now, when I went to TNA, uh, you know, the deal is, like, that's when that transition thing was happening where Jeff Jarrett was kind of getting out of the fold there and Dixie Carter was... So Jeff Jarrett, technically, like, he really didn't bring me in to TNA. Like, 
I didn't deal with Jeff Jarrett like when I came in. I dealt with Dixie Carter. So, um, not Jeff. But, and I think I've said this before on one of the episodes of the Taz Show, when I did get there, I made sure, um, and I know there was there was stuff going on with Jeff then and, and the company, and it was stuff with Kurt Angle, which I'm not going to get into all this stuff. And, you know, everybody was kind of like, it was a weird time, and I was new in TNA. Uh, but I made sure we were in Orlando at Universal, and I found Jeff. Uh, at one, we were early in the day, like 3 p.m., whatever it was, at one of the tapings, and, and you know, said, what's up, man? And we talked, hey, what's going on? Welcome aboard, that type thing. And we we just joked around and laughed, and I thanked him. I thanked him for this. I said, Jeff, I want to thank you because, you know, you had an idea years back and started this TNA thing, and you gave another place for people like me to apply my craft and to come work. Uh, you created that, and I respect you for that, and I respect your family's history in the business, and I respect you. And he thanked me, and he's like, that's really kind of you to say. A guy like you who's been around as many years as you've been around, and like, no, man, it's all good. And it was, you know, and Jeff and I have always gotten along great. I, I've just been on the Taz show here. I I have nothing. I can't say anything negative. Look, a lot of people can say negative things about Jeff. Uh, a lot of people can that, that know him, I, I guess, because I've heard it. And guess what? There's a lot of people say a lot of negative things about me, too. I mean, you know, when you're around a long time in a business, uh, you end up getting where, you know, not everybody likes you. Unless you're Mick Foley. <laughs> Mick, Mick Foley. Transcends, yes. Everyone loves Mick. So You no, love Mick. I love Mick. <laughs> and Mick's been around just as long as me. So everybody loves Mick Foley. I never heard anybody say anything bad about Mick Foley. He is the ultimate babyface, so <laughs> I'm not, unfortunately. But uh, but anyway, I'm happy for Jeff, and I'm just telling you guys, I'm not trying to sell you a, a used car here, but, you know, Jeff Jarrett deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So um, You know what's cool, too? Uh, the, the day of the Hall of Fame um, is marks his 32nd anniversary of his first match, the same exact day. Oh, that's weird. He was really, he was really happy about it. And he's also happy about the fact that AJ is going to be Headlining WrestleMania the same yeah, year he's going to awesome. the Hall of Fame. They're good friends. I mean, obviously, he gave AJ. He's got a lot of pride with oh, AJ. That's really cool. Uh, they haven't announced who's going to induct him. No one. We don't know who's inducting anyone. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, maybe AJ inducts him. I mean, that, that'd that be cool. That would be very cool. I don't know. Maybe AJ. Um, I'm trying to think who else would. I mean, he knows a lot. Of, I, I could see Road Dog doing it. I don't know if they're still friends. I thought about that too. I could see Road Dog doing it. Um, again, I, 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 again, I don't know if him and Dog are friends or not. But uh, Road Dog's a great dude. So I mean, usually another guy whoever he likes. To be honest, he's like Mick. So that's two guys. Two guys. <laughs> that's one too. Mick and Road Dog. <laughs> sure, if I could think, there's a lot more people that like those guys than me. Um, you mentioned too, Jeff's family goes back generations in the business, and his father is like a one of yep. the top promoters in the Jerry, business. Jerry Jarrett, correct? For many, many years, many years yeah. uh, with with Jerry the King Lawler. Um, all that great stuff you've seen out of uh, Memphis Championship Wrestling back in the day, man. You know uh, that's Jeff's dad. You know, so you, you know it's interesting to connect to this place. Uh, Scott Shannon had a hand in getting Jerry started in the wrestling business. Scott Shannon, I saw him in the John last week. Yeah. The Scott Shannon? Yes. I saw him getting out of a town car the other morning, about last week. Guy looked like he needed a walker. Really? He's been around a long time. He helped Jerry. He was a broken-ass Jones. I saw him. <laughs> he, he was a DJ in Tennessee. He helped Jerry get his start in the business. Get the hell out of here. True who story. told you that? Him? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry who? Jerry Lawler. Oh, Jerry Lawler told who that? You? Podcast. Oh, Mark. Uh, he wouldn't make it up. That was a true story. You're listening to other people's podcasts now? I, and you're promoting him on my show. I didn't say who's. It wasn't his podcast. I didn't oh, say who's. A it was. podcast. A podcast. Huh. Yeah, not Jerry. I haven't heard Jerry's yet. I got no time to, to watch any. I, I'm I just happen constantly to, working. I, I have no time for anything. No I time. It, I thought no it was very interesting. Days off. I'm constantly busy, Seth. I, I can't listen to wrestling podcasts. I, I thought you'd be interested in that little nugget. That's I all. am. And speaking of nuggets, complete side note. What in the F is going on in these restrooms around here? Oh, my God. On this floor. Because downstairs, it's not like this. But I got to tell you. This is my fault, too? Th this is not your fault. But I got to <laughs> tell you, one of the men's rooms, it's blowout at Yucca Flats. Hey. I mean, bro, it looked like someone's ass exploded. Oh, my God. And it, there's no TP. I know there's no TP. Now, I didn't need it. I'm, I'm doing number one all over. You know, But I'm like <laughs> looking around. 
Like, well, it's, it looked like my high school bathroom, bro. Yeah. And I then was, I went to the other bathroom over here, no TP. Because they, they didn't come to work yesterday. <laughs> Radio, nope. Radio's never off. Uh, you, you were here yesterday. Uh, I worked. Damn right, I worked uh, yesterday. President Schmezden. CBS Sports Radio. They cracking the whip, son. You got to go to work. I don't play games. <laughs> well, what do you mean I got to work? You got to work. Why? What do you mean no? I got to go in. Otherwise, you're fired. Replace you. Couldn't stay home and celebrate President's Day with your wife. And the moose, he just sleeps here. <laughs> that guy, he loves it. He just wakes up and he's in a radio voice. You know? He does the radio voice. Hey, everybody, it's a Monday. That's right, President's Day. Washington, Lincoln, all those guys, they're listening to Taz and the Moose. Get on board, Taz and the Moose. From pillar to post, coast to coast, east, west, north, south, the Arctic Circle, doesn't matter. You listen to this show. You love it. Oh, yeah. You love it. <laughs> Michael Moustakis. Oh, we're down the whole thing about Michael Moustakis. Oh, Jesus. Who is he going to sign? What is collusion? <laughs> What's going on? The Yankees, the Mets, the Orioles, the Jets. Who's going to sign him? And J.D. Martinez, 100 million tasks, five years. I'm like, all right, Moose. He's killing me. Boras was only 100 million off on his initial <laughs> yeah. uh, thing. Do not talk mainstream sports. <laughs> Just wrestling. This is a wrestling live show that's a podcast. All right, well, speaking too. of wrestling and, <laughs> and, and downstairs, one of your boys down there... Uh, he I have was, no boys down there. Well, he was, my only boy is my new friend who I, I patched up problems with is Al Dukes. Oh, Al nice. Dukes and Taz are good oh. buddies again. The Al Dukes, uh, yes, we're pals. People, let me tell you about my Yeah, best Al Dukes friend. is my friend again. Yeah, so he knows the Jones gimmick is mine. But the, so. Oh, good. Thank God. He knows this. The, the Evan Roberts was, mm. uh, I heard him on the air, kind of like throwing a flag on Jeff Jarrett, <sighs> and then he texted about it. He's like, oh, a mid-carter Hall of Fame? And Evan's great on the air. He's one. Of, he's he's a great sportscaster and a fan with Joe and Evan. He's you know a, who's great on the air? You are me. But now you're legendary. He's just great. He's not up to your level yet. Yeah. But you know, do me a favor. You know, like I tell you, just stick to wrestling, Evan. Just stick to sports yeah. because you don't know anything about wrestling, and you're a disrespectful fan. Mm. Just stick to Twitter baseball. You're a nerd. Twitter baseball. You're a you're nerd. a wrestling nerd fan, and wow. you you ripping on a guy who's been mm. in the business for thirty years. He's done so much for the business, mm. and you're gonna poop on it. Stick to the Twitter baseball. Okay? Well, Do us all a favor. First ever shoot interview by Seth the KFJ Goose, known man, uh, the Seth Nyman here. Oh, yeah. Shoot interview Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I actually had a little a uh, little chat uh, with Evan before this show. Um, I oh, so you feel what I'm saying? Happened to bump into him downstairs. Uh, to be honest, I was looking for him um, <laughs> because I tweeted back at him, and I was not happy what he tweeted. Um, for those that remember, Evan Roberts, Seth just laid down what he does. He works for WFAN. He does a great job on the midday show with Joe Beningo, great guy. <laughs> Joe Beningo is. Uh, Evan has been on uh, a couple of my specials that I've done on WFAN and all the other terrestrial stations and CBS Post Radio. And then uh, that ended. He's not on the specials. But I see Evan enough uh, every day I see him because he he gets ready to go on the air when we're coming off the air, Moose and I. So um, our paths do cross. And when he tweeted that, I tweeted something like, uh, my friend, you have no idea what you're talking about. And when I saw him downstairs, I, I approached him and I said, listen, uh, I you know, I, I whatever, I'll keep it mostly private what I said to him, but the overview is, I did not get into a date, a debate with him about the Hall of Fame uh, because I, I'm not going to debate with him. If he wants to hear my thoughts on the Hall of Fame, he could listen to the Taz Show. Okay, so I'm not doing a debate with him in a newsroom uh, at WFAN. That's not happening. But I did let him know uh, where he's wrong quickly uh, about Jeff Jarrett, and I also kindly asked him not to disrespect my brethren and people uh, that somebody that I'm friends with and I respect and someone from the industry. I can't have that. Um, uh, you know, he can, he's entitled to his opinion, obviously. Um, but I, 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 I can't have someone disrespect. I, I just can't let that happen. I'm sorry. And Jeff Jarrett didn't contact me. I haven't talked to Jeff in a long time. Um, but that doesn't matter. I'm old school, and I'm very protective of the business um, and I'll go to bat for guys more than they know. And I, I'm sure most guys aren't going to bat for me but that I haven't seen for years. But I will. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have very strong morals and ethics when it comes to people disrespecting wrestlers, especially guys that I know and guys that have a lot of sweat equity in the game. And that's kind of what I said to Evan. Uh, my man, you know, you have zero sweat equity in this thing here. You, you, you have what we call not taking a bump ever. 
um, and uh, have done anything. That doesn't mean you can't have an opinion, but you, you just can't disrespect somebody like that. Um, I, I just you can't do. It. You can do what you want, but I'm just I have a little problem with it. And, and we talked like men about it. He explained himself, Evan did, and basically said, "Well, I, I didn't I didn't mean to come off disrespectful." I go, "Well, how could you not <laughs> think that's disrespectful? You're using you're calling the guy a mid Carter." <laughs> and I said, "And hey, quite frankly, I would like to let you know." And I told him this. That there are mid carders that make uh, somewhere between five hundred and six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Yes. So uh, the mid card thing's not as bad as you might think, but I digress. And he wasn't only a mid carder. It's he, and world it's, titles that's, again. Okay, I don't. That's not. I just went over Jeff right. Jarrett. It's not even about. Right. You're right. You're not yeah. wrong, Seth. But it's not even about that. Just he's wrong on all levels. Yeah. He's wrong about mid card. He's wrong about uh, being whether he's a Hall of Famer or not. He's just wrong. Stick yeah. to Twitter baseball. Go away. <laughs> Well, there you go. So I, you know, I know I have a lot of faults, Taz, but you know I respect you and I respect you know guys who, who wrestle. The first time I met you, you don't remember, the first thing I said to you was, how are you feeling? You know, because I, I know that you guys kill yourselves in the ring for to entertain fans and make money. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that's right. No freaking way. Uh, yeah, you did do that. Uh, you were a nice guy. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a hell of a, hell of a guy. I'm better than Evan Roberts. <laughs> Uh, the Mike Johnson, uh, is, he, what, is he late or are we late? No, we're, we're going to take a break, buddy. Oh, we're taking a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that great uh, match, though. On, 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 on the Seth, Seth Rollins kicking ass, taking names, and the epic long matches, and great Raw. I have no time. I have time, but i, I got to talk to Mike Johnson next, right? You do. Oh, boy. All right, we'll be right back here. Taz Show, PW Insider Report next. Alrighty, yep, we're back here live, live on the Taz Show. Yeah, that's right, kids. We are back live, and I'm going to talk to you about my friends. Oh, you know my friends, because they support the Taz Show. And what I mean is the support for the Taz Show comes directly from my friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life. Well, Rocket Mortgage gives you that exact same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. With Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply, understand fully. So you don't walk into a dark room getting floggled with punches. That, that, that's not how this works with Rocket Mortgage. You see the punches coming. You know there's no punches, actually. It's rainbows and butterflies when you deal with my friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quick Alone. So, to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lending. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan. That's right. So uh, without any further ado, further ado, further, take two. Without any, one, two. Test one, two. There we go. Uh, we are on Facebook Live right now, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We're doing, uh, we're doing everything. We're podcasting. We're doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, PW Insider Report, the open will play in three, two, one, go. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. <laughs> oh! Uh, the Mike Johnson. Hello. Good moment, Taz. How are you? Whoa, there's my friend Mike Johnson. How are you, uh, Big Cat? Listen, there might be... Oh, this is the first. Uh-oh. It's good news. Oh. I can't say too much. Look at Mike Johnson. When he hears his good news, and I'm, I'm possibly going to give you, Mike Johnson, news news. Ha-ha! News news. I can't say too much. But in a few minutes, as we're live here, there could be some big news. Ah, that's all I could say. So I'm not. I got an email, and I'm not allowed to say much more. Mm. But Mike Johnson, you might know what I'm talking about. I can't even give you a hint, and I don't want you to give me a hint. But I probably will text you after this interview or during it. How about that? Because I'm cool. Okay. Are you texting me so I can break this news? Oh, man, see, he asked the hard questions. That's the thing with Mike. Um, that's a good question. Um, uh, well, I we can't. You're not going to be allowed to break break the news. But in the wrestling realm, you will break the news. I think. Okay. But so you're it, going in the WWE Hall of Fame. You're saying no, no. <laughs> oh, you just. Okay. I don't think so. No. I mean, I they're taking everybody else. They no. might as well oh. take. You. Oh no no no. Oh. no 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 no. No, but I, there's, there's going to be some. There's going to be some news. I think there's going to cool. be some news. It's not wrestling news, but I think you will want to report the news. Aha! The ah. light bulb in my head just ah. went off. Aha! 
The Mike Johnson can't get one by you, kid. All right, nope. so what's going on, bro? What's going on? Talk to me. Uh, you know, interesting Raw last night. I uh, loved the it. Gauntlet I, I, is the, I on was, the tip of everybody's tongue. Did you like it? I love that. A lot of wrestling, good wrestling. You know what? It, it, you got to give them a lot of credit. A lot of good wrestling in the ring. Completely different style for the show. You know, Raw for a long time and WWE TV for a long time has been very formulaic. Not a secret. You and I have talked about that quite a bit here on the show in the past. Yes, sir. This was completely out of left field. It was a complete, you know, even the tone of the interviews during the match after talents were eliminated, completely different style than you would normally get. Uh, I thought it was great. Nice way to build up the ser- the sincere importance and, sin- and seriousness of the Elimination Chamber and what right. it means mm-hmm. uh, for ramifications going into WrestleMania. And it gave all, everyone involved the chance to really lay it out there in the ring, which sometimes you don't get the chance to do that. And, I mean... How do you not say Seth Rollins is the most impressive wrestler of the week just based on that performance? So he busted his ass last night. He did. He worked really hard. Um, you know, uh, he and Cena, I mean, how long did they go? It was 45, 40, 35 minutes? What's the time? Anybody know? He was in over, uh, close to an hour with both with, guys. With both with, with, yeah. uh, Rollins. Seth, uh, Seth, uh, Rollins Seth, I mean. was in there, Seth was in there 65 Rings, minutes. Say. Yeah, 65 minutes. Yeah, you know, I, I, I sometimes I, I'm getting like an overload of big dudes with long black hair and beards between <laughs> Rollins, Reigns, and Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? That's what happens. Uh, so uh, I, 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 again, I don't, Mike. I thought that Rollins had a great night. I thought Cena's. I thought Cena looked great in the ring. Yeah, I, I that first hour of Raw was completely different than any hour they've ever presented in the 25 years of the of that show. Wow! And you got to you got to applaud it. You got to applaud them for you it. Think, well, never say that again. You're, 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 that's not an overstatement. Say that sentence one more time. I think that was. I don't remember what I said. I said it was probably one of the most impressive and unique matches in the in the 25 years of Monday Night Raw. But you, now I know a lot of people calling it a match because it was so long. You know, like, but it's to me a match is. Two guys or girls or a tag team match where it's not a rotating door of changing. Uh, hold on a second. Why is this money in the bank thing here? Oh, God. Hold you people. Uh, Pat! Oh, there it goes. Oh, no. Sorry, Mike. You missed your chance Johnson. to cash in. What were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> well, trust me, when that news breaks, I'll be cashing in, son. I'll tell you that I right know you now. will. <laughs> yeah! Uh, so. <laughs> Seth's left. Oh, yeah. Cash and Jones. Uh, continue, Mike. Uh, but no, I thought, I thought it was great. Completely out, you know, completely out, outside of the box for what WWE usually does. Yeah. I, I don't think they could do it every week. And I'm interested in seeing what the ratings are like. Because as you know, usually the longer a wrestling match goes, there is a segment of the audience that turns off. Yes. But this was very unique and very different. I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So am I. Uh, regardless of the number, the matter if it's positive or negative. Um, and I don't know who they were competing against. They, they weren't competing against the NBA. They were only competing against the Olympics. Big Brother. Uh, yeah, true. true. Celebrity Big Brother. True, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, right, right, right. True, that's true. I T-vote it, but I digress. <laughs> um, I do think that. Um, no, again, no matter what the number was, Mike, I do think it was great. I, I, um, I it was great. I think wrestling, <coughs> wrestling purists, <coughs> fans were probably ecstatic over this. I'm sure you got a bunch of people emailed you at PW Insider. Oh <laughs> yeah, we were getting emails the whole show. The people saying, "How long is this? Go- how long can they? How long are they? Can they go with this?" Did uh, did Vince McMahon f- uh, trip on the way into the show to <laughs> Triple H take over? We got all sorts of emails. I think it's going to be one of those episodes that. Three, four, or five years down the line, people are going to look back on with a lot of fondness wow. yeah. because it was That's so cool. different from the norm of what people expect out of WWE. And I give them credit. You know as well as I do. They could be on uh, on autopilot, and they don't have to try new things. Absolutely. The fact they even tried to do something completely unique for that company and with a tone that was very unique from what they usually do, I give them credit. I'm curious to see whether they'll follow up on it in, in the you know in the months to come. <clears throat> I know Seth has a question for you, quick, Mike, but I want to ask you a question because uh, I don't know the answers because I haven't really delved into it. Anybody new on that writing team, on that creative team, uh, anybody new there? Or is it just kind of the same components? Not, like Ed Kosky still there? Is Ed Kosky still there? Uh, Ed Kosky's still there. It's it's pretty much the same uh, the same writing team that I that I've been aware of. You know, nobody really knew. No world changes unless something happened in the last couple of days that I haven't heard of. Well, I was just wondering. But, uh, I'm just, I thought maybe yeah, you would not. I, I, I know it's the same team. It's you know Ryan Ward and and, and everybody else that's been there for quite some time. 
cool guy. Seth, which is you know, as a fan, it felt like a pay per view, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it had, it had more of a pay per view feel. The one thing that bothered me was they they announced what matches were going to happen after the gauntlet, I, and it made me feel like oh, the gauntlet's going to end at a certain point in time. I almost would have liked if the gauntlet took up the whole show. I, thought, yeah. I think that might. I thought been they cool. were going that way. It seemed yeah. like it was going to take over the whole show. I mean, uh, they did the Nia Jax attack on uh, Oscar, which they have to do. They got to get some heat. You know, they got to do that. And they uh, ended with the six-man women's, which just felt like a letdown compared to the gauntlet. No, no offense to the women, but yeah. it was, um, as, as to close the show. But, M- Mike, I saw some some BS online about potentially Triple H having more uh, input on Raw. Is there anything, any truth to that? Have you heard anything? I mean, he's always got input, but at the end of the day, Vince McMahon is the one that gives the thumbs up and the thumbs down to everything, and Vince is the one that rewrites the show all day. Um, I mean, Triple H has gotten more input, obviously, in 205 Live. We spoke about that last week. Uh, I haven't heard that this was a Triple H call, but it sounds something similar to the sort of pitch that he would make versus what Vince McMahon would usually ask for. Mm. But, I, you know, I haven't heard anything out of the ordinary in terms of who put the show together. There was no sort of rumbling or scuttlebutt backstage that there was some change in, in the way things were being done. I think they were just trying an experiment and they were trying to see what they could do. Because at the end of the day, the goal of that show last night had to be to get people interested in buying the WWE Network to watch the Elimination Chamber. And if you watch that match, certainly you got this impression that these seven guys were going to go through this war of attrition to get to Brock Lesnar. And they were killing each other last night just to get to the war of attrition. Yeah, that was so great. I thought they did a nice job of previewing the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, no. What else is going on? In the, oh, before I do that, I want to ask you, because I was talking about Jeff Jarrett. I congratulated him. I'm happy for Jeff, and I feel with his body of work and what he's done, uh, not just as a wrestler, but with TNA. I, I have zero issues with that man going in the Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't know if you feel different or what your thoughts are. I'm curious to see. Maybe some people... Uh, that are listening or watching us right now live on Facebook or on the podcast, Kim McJones, uh, Schnabitz, Schnabitz, uh, are curious what Mike Johnson thinks. Mike, what's your thoughts on it? Dude's a cat, lands on his feet every single time. Just when you think, like, he might have uh, boxed, uh, iced himself out of a prominent position in pro wrestling, now he's going to walk out on stage at WrestleMania 34. I mean, how do you not respect that? I mean, he's the only person in the world who can get fired from the company that he works for, goes to rehab, and ends up in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'm not saying he ended up in there because of the the rehab. But when you think about where he was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, you know, at the end of 2013, he was running Impact. He quit. He started GFW. Uh, he ran shows, but I don't think it ever really got the momentum that Jarrett wanted it to have. He ends up working with Impact. Dixie Carter buys him out of his minority ownership. Then she sells Impact. The company that sells Impact brings him back to run it. It doesn't really work out for him. He has a bunch of personal issues. He has uh, all sorts of, um, let's say, creative issues. The company doesn't really sort of run seamlessly. He ends up leaving the company, ends up taking care of his personal issues, and ends up in the WWE Hall of Fame. How is that not a big rallying comeback of all comebacks? To me, that is like one of the greatest tricks anybody could ever pull in pro wrestling. <laughs> He's one of the boys. I mean, it's, it's that simple. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 when, I, when I say this word, people are going to think I'm being I'm being negative, but that's like one of the greatest carny tricks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like he he literally went from he started a company because he wasn't going to be part of WWE in the post Monday Night Wars. He ran that company, quit that company, was on the fringes came back to run his company. It didn't work out. And because of all of that chaos that I just talked about, he ended up somehow positioned back into the WWE radar, and they're going to celebrate him. I mean, and if you watch the video last night, they're going to celebrate him for the Double J character. Well, I was going to say that, yeah. And, and that's... Fine, what's which that? is fine. That yeah. was a memorable character in that time period. It was. I think but, they'll get into the. I didn't see the whole thing yeah. last. I think they'll talk about TNA. They're going to have to look. You know, guys like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, bunch of guys. They, you know, I mean, Jeff Jarrett gave those guys and they flourished a lot of opportunity, and then that, that, yeah, that's, and, that's that's important. And they they mentioned that on the WWE website yesterday without mentioning Impact at all by name. But they said, you know, Jarrett promoted shows that allowed names like AJ Styles and Bobby Roode to have their first real pro- prominent you positions. Know, how stupid is that? You know why? Uh, no, you know why? They just had the uh, last Hall of Fame gimmick. They had Kurt Angle on there going to the Hall of Fame. And they had Dixie Carter sitting there. And Dixie putting over Kurt, which I thought was great. That was awesome by Dixie for Kurt by WWE to be cool with that and to let Dixie talk about Kurt and his time, whatever. T- I mean... 
what are we doing? One year we hate TNA, we forget them. One year we don't. I mean, they're, they're not competing with you, WWE. Stop, stop. These Probably are these are why I'm not. This is why I'm not ever going to that, that Hall of Fame. I tell you that. A lot of comments. You're going in. Oh. You're going in. <laughs> no, then, dude. You're going to go in, and then fans are going to walk to access. They're going to walk through, see the gas station attendant costume in the glass case. What? Everyone's going to remember the good old days of Taz. <laughs> you know, you're going. Gas you got an MTW belt right there, and somewhere oh, sitting man. there. In mothballs and styrofoam, waiting for the WWE archives to come and take it off your hands. We know. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know. Where's I will, the FTW belt, Taz? Where I, is it? I have the FTW belt. I have. Okay, it, I, you're I, no, waiting for them to say. I have it. That's why you don't even have it here on the show. I have it. You got it well, like behind lock and key with well, a security guard. Because one of these bums right here will steal it. No, I have <laughs> the FTW belt in a safe deposit box in somewhere in New York State. And if I ever were to go into WWE Hall of Fame, I would wear um, the towel over my head and have the FTW belt over my shoulder. And that's how, that's otherwise, I'm should. not going in. Now, <laughs> I'm not going in. Now, it, I'm not going in. And when I die, okay, they will they will then put me in and they'll go to my wife and say, we want, and then she'll tell them, uh, go fish a herring. Uh, she'll probably tell them, no, we don't put it the in. The car's in Canarsie. <laughs> Truck is in Canarsie. So, I knew that would pop you. Uh, where's Paul Heyman when we need him? <laughs> no, I, I'm not going in anywhere. I don't need to go in. I'm good. I'm, Listen, I'm too Jeff busy Jarrett to go went in. in. Anybody can go in. Oh, the thanks. Thanks, Mike. Bruno, what a, everybody's going to go in. What a ringing endorsement by Mike Johnson for Taz. Thanks, you buddy. get a ring. You get a ring. Taz, you get a ring. Everybody's going in. Everybody's going in. You're in, Taz. You bum, Taz. Everybody's like you know debating Jeff Jarrett. Like, you know, not every Hall of Famer could be the level of Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. If that was the, the criteria, you'd have 10 guys in there. I talked about this, Mike, at the top of the show. I don't know if you heard it. But I've been around the company uh, for a long time in talks about Hall of Fame. And, and the amount of championships you hold and um, main events you've been in, yeah, that, that's not like a – I'm not saying it's not a part of it. It's more about your contributions to the industry, your body of work, your fandom – you know, what the fans think of you, you know what I mean? Uh, have you done some things? Have you been a pioneer on some things, you know? And I think Jeff Jarrett has got a long legacy, and I think it's well-deserved. I, I, You know, I, I really do. Um, I, got I, can't no- any, I can't argue with any of that. And WWE at times, you know, they will take talents who were not, and I'm not saying Jeff wasn't a headliner because he was in that company. Um, I've seen him work Madison Square Garden main events in that company. Um, but they'll take talents who were endearing characters and they'll honor them for their achievements as well. You know, in a lot of ways, that Hall of Fame is not just about enshrining the greatest pro wrestlers of all time, but it's like giving a lifetime achievement award to people who worked and served that company right. and gave back to that company with their talents. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to be a great leading actor to win an Oscar. You can be a great supporting actor. There are, you know, there are people who have won Oscars just for one or two scenes in a, in a movie that were phenomenal. You know, and, and I <laughs> yeah. feel like the WWE Hall of Fame at times is the same way. You know, they're, they're a talent to if they've had longevity or they've had great moments or, or characters that have been influential or or loved for any reason, then they certainly have a case to go in the WWE Hall of Fame. And, and I, I think you can't make a case against Jarrett when you think about the body of his work and, and the legacy of his family. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. As I was saying earlier, <laughs> I have no problem with it at all. Um None whatsoever. Hey, does does Jeff and his father do they still have uh, access to wrestling libraries that WWE Network does not have, or they they have everything? Do you know, Mike? They do. Well, they they do. no, they don't. Yeah. I I interviewed Jerry Jarrett about this once, and he said that you know back during the, the glory days of Memphis, they were taping over the tapes every oh, week. Geez. Oh, so, really? I, mean, I didn't it, know that, it, really. You got to remember, the glory days of that promotion were the late 70s, early 80s. VCRs weren't even of retail yeah. uh, prominence yet. There was no DVD. There was no streaming technology. A lot of that stuff is piecemeal. Plus, there's an argument of who owns it. Jarrett sold his shares of the company at the time to Lawler, who then sold it to another company that bankrupted Memphis Wrestling. Uh, then. WMC TV, which handled the production. So who who really lays claim to those tapes? It, it's it's a it's a pretty fragmented thing. I know a couple of years ago, Jerry Lawler was trying to assemble as much content as he could to try and get it over to WWE Network, but obviously that has not yet happened because mm. very little of that footage has ever popped up on the network. Um, but yeah, no, the Jarrett, there, this isn't a tape library deal unless. Uh, WWE's doing a real big reach around and trying to buy the the impact tapes reach from around. Anthem, which reach I haven't around. heard that. Before. Reach around. All right. So, uh, <laughs> is there anything else that you need to say, Mike? Uh, because I have to go to break. Uh, anything that you want to talk about or plug? 
Yes. Uh, when you go in the Hall of Fame, don't forget to mention your good friend Mike. I would appreciate that. Dude, you buried me. Class and of 2025. No, no, no. Uh, Mike, you buried me. You, you basically said everybody and their mother can go in, and you too, Taz. You buried me. I, I know. It's a, left it's a Todd Gordon left-handed compliment. I've used this in the industry. It happens all the time. You did. I'm not stupid. I put you over, and now you take it as an insult. Yeah, That's fine. Right. You sensitive. know what? I'm going to go do the Godwin's radio show. How about that? <laughs> I love They're going to go in before me. The Godwins. They're going to have, uh, what was his name? The goon. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the long Bill Irwin. Lo Bill Irwin. Who's the man? Bill, I love Bill Irwin. He's going in Wild before Irwin. me. They're all going in. Fun. Yeah, they're going in. When's China going in? I feel China needs to go in, man. I know she's going to If I was us. them, I'd induct her this year. She needs to go in. Her, just, uh, her work with Jeff Jarrett, so, just her in general, you know? Yeah. And you have so many fans that want it. And, you know, I'm not saying WWE does this and this is like their ulterior motive, but there is sort of a putting out the fires feel to the WWE Hall of Fame at time. And if there's someone like who's been at odds with the company, like Ultimate Warrior or Bruno San Martino, or someone who passed away before they can honor them, like Randy Savage, they'll have that big happy moment with at the Hall of Fame, and they'll kind of bring them back into the fold. There's no reason not to honor her this year. I think they should turn around and and do and do the give the fans the moment. Uh, I don't think it would take away from Ivory going in the WWE Hall of Fame. No, they no, honored, no, no. They have honored other talents posthumously before. I, I say do it. Make Give the fans the moment uh, and, and let it happen. I don't feel you should wait. Just just honor China. And plus, it's, what, a great, it's, it's a great connection with Jeff Jarrett because, you know, Jeff dropped the Intercontinental title to China. So it's a nice it's a nice fit. It's a yeah. good synergy there. And, chi and China beat Ivory for the for the women's championship at WrestleMania 17. Uh, so all got those, kinda, but see, all like those different... you guys are both right. All those connectivity things. That could mm -hmm. be why they won't do it this year. That could be because it's too close. You know, to keep it, they, I don't think they want to make the Hall of Fame and who they put. I know you got neither of you guys said this, but I don't think they want to make it like not an angle, but like too much of that because then it's like, are you putting people in just so it connects to storylines or old storylines? I don't think you want to do that, just in my opinion. If I you, can see that point. You know, if you put in a former ECW champion in instead, might be better. Not me. I don't mean me. <laughs> I mean, put put in, you know, put in RVD. I, I actually, I think RVD. Okay, aside, RVD. I was talking to my wife about this yesterday, about the Hall of Fame, and uh, as I told her, oh, wow, Jeff Jarrett's going in. She goes, oh, good for him. Uh, she goes, you think they'll ever put you in? I go, oh, come on, what are you? Uh, no, uh, no, uh, I don't. And uh, she just giggled. And then um, I said, you know who should go in um, as far as. ECW Originals, now I know the others are going in, but I'm talking about as singles competitors. The first ECW Original, I think that should go in, uh, is Rob Van Dam. Just because of Rob's success, not just in ECW, but in WWE. So again, you talk about body of work, it's tough to argue with, with Van Dam's body of work as a wrestler. So um, I think Rob uh, would should go in before everybody, in my opinion. You know, So that's what I think. Meaning, meaning, as far as individual singles, ECW originals. That's my point. So. I have no problem with that at all. Rob's Absolutely. awesome. Well, I think so, too. Uh, so that's the deal. All right, so listen, uh, Mike, I got to go. Do your plugs. I got things to do. Um, so I'm very busy. There's a lot going on, and this news that is a little late. I, I got to try and get it to I'm you. I'm looking for it, but I don't see it. <laughs> It didn't drop yet. That's why he don't see it. So I'm mean, trying to see what's going on. It's a very exciting time here everywhere I'm that aware. I am. That's what I'm going to say. And intercom radio. Now that the light bulb went off in my head, I'm very aware. But mm. until then, until the light bulb gets revealed, uh, everyone can follow us at PWInsider.com or if they want to check us out completely ad-free and check out all the audio banter that we have every single day on PW Insider, they can visit PW Insider Elite and you can try that Elite service for three days free mm. before we charge you one penny so mm. for three days free who doesn't want something for free oh i do I free content every day you talk to the wrong exactly. guy you know I, mean? free content. <laughs> I do and free course, content on every level at mike pw insider and taz i look forward to breaking the news Ooh, when it's cafe all right mike thanks for joining us my friend i appreciate we'll see you next week all right guys good moment all right brother good moment <laughs> here you go to mike johnson ladies and gentlemen mike johnson does a great job when he's on the show Pop it up for mike. All right, so that's that. All right, what else we got? Let me say hello to some of the jobbers on uh, Facebook real quick, because otherwise they get pissed off if you don't go over there and say something. They're like, whoa, Taz sucks. He's an ass. 
you know, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So you know, no one likes that when they do that. Why are people not sharing the show? I'm going to yell at the Facebook followers. Oh. Now I will yell at them. Why are you people not sharing the show? Why are the shares are low? Share the show. It's free. Okay, you're at work, you're at school, whatever you're doing, and I'm putting you over. Okay, put over the friggin' show enough. Enough. Seriously. Buddy, you stupid. Oh, why do I got to ask you? I got to tell you to do this. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do their part. Yeah. They're not doing enough, these people. You know, we got a lot of people watching the show on Facebook Live at uh, Facebook.com slash the Show. Friggin' Facebook. They're pissing me off, too. Wow. All of them. Everybody's pissing me off. But there's going to be some news dropping today. Going to be some news, bitches. Not wrestling news. No? It's not wrestling news. I was getting ready to book my trip to New Orleans. No. Hopefully you just book your trip anyway away (laughs) from me, and I'm happy. You would miss me? No, I would not. Nope, 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 nope. No. No. Uh, Not a shot in hell. Uh, Dwayne Donald just shared it. You're the man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. See, that's it. He could still listen. That's it. That's it. That's how we do it. I'm telling you. What else we got? Uh, uh, one other thing happened in Raw. Uh, oh, yeah. They added a match to you know Elimination Chamber Sunday. No, I know. Yeah, I'm on top of everything. I, yeah. I, I cover mainstream sports, wrestling. I do everything. Well, you are. You're the man. Uh, Edgar Hernandez, uh, Two Hour Jones. Uh, he's looking for a little uh, Fifth Quarter City. Uh, this son of a bitch. Uh, See what he's doing? Yeah, not so quick. Uh, quick, uh, quick, not so quick. Uh, uh, it's more of a little uh, overhang. Uh, it's like, a, it's like gross. Overhang, reach around. Like, oh, yeah. what, the, what the hell's going on? What kind of show are these guys doing? Uh, why don't I see more of blue thumbs up? I don't see. I need my ego fed. Uh, don't you people realize this? I'm tr- I'm trying to, s- to stretch the show out so I can I can break the news right here on the Taz show. But um, that's uh, oh, you're waiting, stretching it. Oh, I was going to say that one other match was added to Elimination Chamber is uh, the Bar is going to defend against Titus Worldwide, defend mm. the tag titles. Okay. The Bar. The Bar. Cesaro right. and Shamus. Got it. No one cares. Oh, that's not right. That's oh, come on. Yeah, no, okay. Don't disrespect uh, the boys. Uh, well, I agree. Uh-huh. I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I'm just saying. Um, I did. I agree with you, though. I, I, th- I don't know if you said you thought it or you, you want it to be. I thought that that the whole uh, gauntlet gimmick should have been the whole three hours. Well, once they said what was coming up after, it, it took away from it a little bit for me. I'm not trying to. I thought it was yeah. great. They I did, loved it. I thought it was great too. I They're enjoyed like, it. Oh, yeah. and coming up is the six man. I was like, what? Yeah, it felt anti anticlimactic. So now I know these other matches sure. are gonna be quick. I know, yeah. gonna, and I know it's gonna happen. I knew it was Elias was gonna win, and then, <sighs> yes. then Miz and uh, Finn and Miz and then Braun. You just yeah. knew what was gonna happen after they said that. Yeah, but um, you know. I'll tell you, oh, also, it was really nice, uh, just to back up a teeny bit, uh, oh, Will Morris said, Taz show uh, going to the WWE Network. He wants to know if this is the news. What are you nuts? Uh, no, that's not happening. Uh, they'll try to recreate a different show that's stale bread compared to what I do. Never say never. Never say never. I don't know. We've talked to them in the past. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> never say never, you're right. But, Come on. but uh, I didn't say never, but... Uh, that's not the news that's going to break. No. Not today. No, it's a good, good. Uh, what do you call it? A good guess, but that's not it. No. What do you mean no? It's just too much, uh, it's too much, uh, you know, um, it's too much, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm too opinionated and honest uh, and, and critical at times on WWE, so I, I don't think they want that on their network. So I've talked about this before. So that's all. Maybe they just can't afford you. Well, I think if they wanted to, they could afford me. I have a price. I'm like anybody else. I'll whore, whore out my services. <laughs> I'll sell out in a hoppy. You kidding me? I got bills, son. Everybody's got a price. Eddie Gonzalez, Taz and the Goose Show. Oof. Here we go. Here comes the sound effect. Uh, now you're talking. Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> it's the shittiest sounding goose. It sounds like a friggin' uh, baby seagull. Uh, well, you know, my other, my other sounds were banned. David Burns ah! shared, son. He shared the show. Dude, that's the lead singer from the Talking Heads. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. Burning down the house. Oh, I got to take that out. I'm going to have to pay for that. Dun, 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 dun. Now I'm getting a bunch of people on Facebook just saying the word chooch. They're talking about you to call <laughs> yes. you a chooch. Yeah, I don't mind. All right. Well... I uh, think the news is out there. Yeah? Hold on a second. Wait. 
Where's the drum roll? Hold on. <laughs> and you tell me we can't go to break. I, I'm, I'm, no, no I'm break. actually getting no breaks. I'm getting emails like as oh. this happens. So this is actually exciting. Dun, I'm not dun, joking dun, around. Dun, Seth, dun, you dun, shut dun. the f up, please. I'm trying not to. Yeah, I'm just. This is important news, but you gotta <laughs> make it about you. I was making news sound for you. Pain the balls. <laughs> Rectum pain ass. <laughs> Mark. Uh, um, hold on, I gotta reply to this guy. People listen to podcasts mm. like like three days later. Like, dude, this is annoying. We know the news already, bro. Yeah. Stop. Right now. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, what are you doing? You know, like, you know, grow up. You, know? you just body slammed me and broke okay. my glasses. You know what? You, you dude, you're gonna get fired. Um, <laughs> Who else is not? <laughs> All right, so. I can't read this email because I got to make sure. <laughs> no, I think it's out there, but I got to make sure it's public first. Um, I'll Google it. You know, it's very, look, the subject of the email says exciting news. Ooh. So right there. Got uh, it. You're good. Could just before you do anything, tell me where you see it. I Googled it. Really? Are you on a Twitter account? I'm on Google. It came up as news. It's like it's Did out it there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. It was 12 minutes ago, so you're a little late, pal. Google News Jones. <laughs> well, I'm trying to protect my ass. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. Mike already knows. Mike already put it. It's already on PW Insider. Is no Mike on to it? You. No, I don't know. But he could be. I'm sure he's like, you know, I'm sure he's all over. So over. I'm late. Yeah. <sighs> way, to, way to break that. Well, why, why is it not on? Uh... This is going to be my fault now. We're going to run a little late here on the show, so hang in there, folks. I'm, and if those listen to the podcast, if this is old news, I apologize. Why didn't the Twitter account of the company put it out there yet? <laughs> That's the best thing you said all day. That's hilarious. I don't understand this. Well, we got we got top-notch people running that. I mean, what are we doing here? Um, uh, you sure it's out there? You want me to read it? The no. Press release? Don't, uh, oh, there's, a, there's an actual press release. It's from the PR Newswire, yeah. PR. That's C I S I O N. I don't know. It's a new. It's a. It's a. It's out. I'm, I got the whole article here. I got. I got your name on it. Uh, your name is in the press release. Hold on. Oh boy. Right now. I know. I'm just. You know. I, I'm. I'm just. I want to make sure. Facebook Live. Please bear with me. Oh boy. <laughs> You're okay, buddy. I. I got it. I got it. I'm. I'm the biggest moron here, and I got it on on Google. Yes. Um, okay. Can I, I want me to read it? Why don't I see anybody on Facebook Live telling me? Why I want to see someone on Facebook Live? They have no idea what me. you're talking about. They don't know what to they, look for. These people are smart, bro. They know how to work laptops. No, but they don't know what to computers. look for. They don't know what to search. The you want me to tell them what to search? No, <laughs> not yet. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, search Taz's other job. That's a hint. Um, <laughs> hmm. Okay. I oh, see. So you, you want them to tell you? So Why there's is, a press you, release. So wh- if I go to Google. Oh my god. Right, and I put in the parameters, and I put in uh, the network. Yeah, put that in, and hit news. Uh, Actually, another press release came out and said it's canceled already. (laughs) It's already over. (laughs) You're done, so forget it. There it it is, you son of a bitch, (laughs) I see it. Oh, yeah. La, 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 la. That was annoying. Um, (laughs) Very I'm excited about this. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Put your boy over, bitches. All right. So it's a press release. Uh, the news is out there. Uh, I'm still nervous to do this. I really am. You want me to do it so you don't get in trouble? Uh, no. I don't want you to be a guy. my news voice. I, I don't want my news voice. Do it in the moose voice. No way. No. Uh, can I? <laughs> Let me do it. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me know. Let me know when I can do it. Why is no one on Facebook telling me I'm nervous? Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Oh. Uh, Gabriel Rowland. Oh, geez. He's just annoyed, too. <laughs> All right, already. Man, oh, man, of Shevitz. Oh, we got big news here. <laughs> We're going to break it about 15 minutes late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, I, I, I need, oh listen, God. don't you understand? I need to see it on Twitter. I don't even see it on Twitter. I think the Google is, is like, if any, if it's available to me, it's it's already out. Well, why, why isn't the social media account this? Is... You should know the answer to that. I'm looking at a picture of Pete Pilati, my board op in Florida, with, with his fiance. <laughs> hey, they got a picture of in, in his fiance at the Magic Kingdom. Why do I have to listen to CBS Sports Radio on TuneIn? Because I can't listen to it on Radio.com. And you worried about the Twitter? Why are we not? Why is. Uh, dude, I don't see any of the talent that's on the air right now. He's not promoting it. <laughs> oh, boy. He doesn't even know. 
Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows. He's, He's on, on the email. email. That's why he knows. Aha! Dun, of course, dun, Lean dun. Mean strikes again. There he goes. It's all over. Lean Mean found it. Didn't Lean Mean found yet? it. So now I'm going to put it out there. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. The big news. Longest drum roll ever. CBS Sports Radio now has its own channel uh, on Sirius XM. Yes. yes. What? That's right. Are you kidding? That's it, baby. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yep. There it is. The big deal. Big deal, bitch. Wow. It debuts tomorrow, February 21. Wow. This is on uh, Markets Insider, Business Jones, City Jones, they call it. And, uh, I was just threw up in my mouth. Uh, it's I'm so excited, I almost vomited on myself. And uh, <laughs> it basically says uh, CBS Sports Radio and Sirius XM today announced that CBS Sports Radio programming lineup will be will be available. And I'm one of the hosts on Sirius XM. Subscribe nationwide uh, beginning Wednesday, February 21st on satellite radio Sirius Channel. Here's the channel, kids. Two thirteen. Thirteen. I know, I know, Seth. I know. It's exciting. I know, I know. Uh, Sirius XM two thirteen. <laughs> not as much to me. There's a two in front of it. So Sirius Channel two thirteen, and XM Channel two hundred one, and on the Sirius XM app. CBS Sports Radio showcases popular shows, talk shows, sports talk shows, hosted by uh, Jim Rome, Tiki Barber, Brendan Tierney, Scott Farrell, Amy Larmus, DA, Bill Ryder, Taz Amopoulosis, among others. Two of these programs are also TV simulcasts, which are not Taz and the Moose. Not yet, anyway. Uh, so, anyway, so we're, we're fired up right here. We are, uh, quote, we are thrilled to bring CBS Sports Radio to the millions of listeners that enjoy Sirius XM. Unquote, said Chris Olivero, executive vice president of programming of Intercom. And uh, and Chris Olivero, Mr. Olivero right there, the EVP of Intercom, who was an EVP over at CBS Sports Radio, for all of you people that enjoy the Taz show for these three years, without that guy, it don't happen. Is that the truth? That's the gospel. Because Chris Olivero, who's a big rig executive, he's also a supporter of pro wrestling and a a, a lifelong fan of sports entertainment, sports of pro wrestling. So he believes in the power of wrestling, and um, and he put he was uh, the man who signed off on the Taz Show uh, and the, the the Human Podcast Machine over three years ago. And you can blame him because he's also responsible for me being here. Yes, this yeah. is true. Uh, so uh, this is true. So yes, uh, so here's another quote: CBS Sports Radio is the home of a number of talented, entertaining sports talk voices, and that we are very happy to make available to SiriusXM listeners across the country. Said Steve Cohen, uh, SiriusXM SVP of Sports Program, another gentleman I know very well, the yeah. Steve Cohen. Yes, I know all the big wigs. Uh, that's how I roll. So there's the news, kids. Uh, and yes, uh, I'm very happy about this. Moose and I now. Uh, will be the morning drive show on Sirius XM, and you can hear it on channel 213 and 201. What was the other one? 201. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Take that, ESPN. That's right. <laughs> right in the poop. Mm-mm-mm. They are now the enemy. So, uh, ah. yeah. So, yeah. So, that's cool. So, you could now, if you didn't listen to us on the radio.com app, meaning Moose and I, or you didn't hear us uh, maybe to the podcast, which downloads every day, you know, which you can download every day. Now you can get us on SiriusXM. It's pretty big friggin' news, and we're very excited about it. And if you were able to listen live today, you actually got to hear Metallica. Actually, we did. That's right. We played a little Sandman. And it wasn't for the Sandman, the wrestler, even though I gave him a shout-out. We were talking about uh, Mo, Mariano Rivera. 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 Well, that's why he used that song, you know. Rivera. Rivera. He was a big fan of Sandman. That's why he used it. Of course. Not that he closes the lights in the innings. Pitch Jones, yeah. So there you have it. Uh, that's the big news. Excited. And uh, yes. Congratulations. Thank man. you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we're kicking ass, taking names. And, uh, and that's it. Uh, so that's the deal. All right, I got to go on that note. I uh, hope everybody's happy for me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, listen, a lot of people like uh, like Moose and I's show. So um, you guys can now check it out on, uh, on the gimmick. You're on the serious if you're not listening on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. On his name, it's Fernum. That's it. Fernum, Fernum, Burnham, Burnham. Burnham.
On that note, thank you everybody for listening or watching this edition of the Taz Show. Much appreciated. Thank you, Mike Johnson, for coming on. Peter Vinsutter, Port Jones, and for the staff, the KFJ was in the house uh, wreaking havoc. And everybody behind the scenes here at the Taz Show, thank you, thank you. And uh, make sure you check out Taz and Moose every day, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio, radio.com app, and now Sirius XM. All right, I'm Taz, you're not adios. Then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller All these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing